Welcome to a brand new episode of Nerd Empire Wrestling, guys. I'm your host, Jose Jimenez, and it feels good to be back, guys. Um, we're counting down the days to WrestleMania. I can't believe that it's almost here, guys. Like, literally, the the year has really, really flown by so quickly. Like, it's, it's funny because a, a, a week from now, we're going to pretty much be at WrestleMania, the season's going to reset right over again, and we're going to go right into it all over again with brand new storylines, call-ups, new signees on NXT, so it's going to be an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Um, I got a great episode for you guys today. I'm going to talk a a little bit about um, what to expect during uh, WrestleMania weekend, like how crazy it can get. Uh, what federations are going to be down here, you know, meet and greets, WrestleCon, like, I'm going to talk to, you know, give you guys a little bit of my input on how I handled that and what that looks like, that I've, I've been fortunate enough to do Mania last year, uh, last year at, um, in New Orleans, but, um, yeah, man, I got a really good episode for you guys, just gonna, you know, chop it up with you guys we're gonna go over some of the uh cards that we're gonna have that weekend which will be nxt uh the njpw ring of honor show we're gonna go over that card um right now we're not gonna go over the wrestlemania card yet i'm gonna save that because the card is not a hundred percent set yet there's still storyline still building up uh most likely next episode we're gonna break that card down give you uh give you my thoughts and opinions on what i think that card's gonna look like and how everything's gonna play out but, um, yeah, you know, just to, like I always like to start off some of my big pickups this week in regards to my WWE Elite figures. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been on my Instagram page lately, but I picked up the new Fan Central figures that I've been looking for for quite some time that I cannot find here in New Jersey. They're scattered around, uh, like, in the Midwest, down in Maine. Um, a lot of them are popping up in Canada. But I was able to pick up uh, Akira Tozawa, which is a really, really dope figure. Uh, this figure r- brings me back to his SummerSlam uh, match with uh, Neville, which I was very fortunate to be there when he was part of uh, Titus Worldwide, which I think was a very cool gimmick. It was something that I felt that they kind of killed too early. I think they had something really special there, but they didn't really give it a chance to evolve or have it build up to you know something special something it could have been something really great if they let Titus kind of you know go out there and start recruiting some of the top talent in 205 Live and some of the talent in WWE it would have been really cool to see how this all would have played out but um yeah I was fortunate enough to pick up that figure um it comes with the uh the the Titus Worldwide t-shirt like I said a few minutes ago it also comes with his like you know Spider-Man kick pads which I think is pretty cool with the squares on it it comes with the Akira Tozawa shirts, the armbands on the side, um, and the face scan is awesome. I, I mean, it's probably one of the best face scans that I've seen for um, a lot of the Oriental-looking figures. I think they got it the Akira Tozawa spot on. Uh, they did a good job with that. But for a lot of people that, that know me personally, they know how big of a 205 Live fan I am. I, I su- been supporting them since the tournament and since they got their own tv show on wwe so i've been trying to pick up a lot of the 205 live guys when they released their nxt figure i mean their nxt excuse me when they released their uh elite figures out in the open market i've been trying to snag all of them up um i have a few in my collection uh, i'm going to continue to to add more more and more often that they come out um 
one of my favorite figures that I have from that 205 set was uh, the TJ Perkins. That's a really, really cool figure for a lot of people that uh, maybe haven't seen it. It was a Toys R Us exclusive. It came with the uh, the medallion that he won from the, uh, the, the Cruiserweight tournament, and it came with the Cruiserweight title. Uh, it was a really cool figure. It was a very underrated figure. It was uh, not hard to get over here in New Jersey and New York. I don't know how it was in most places to find that figure, but it's definitely one of my favorite uh, 205 Live figures they've released to date. Uh, Akira Tozawa, it's a very close number two. Um, I know Alexander got a figure. I'm definitely going to try to pick that bad boy up. But the biggest one that I picked up this week was another fan central was the Daniel Bryan American Dragon figure from his debut with WWE. Oh, Love this figure. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, the first time I actually saw this figure was a buddy of mine on Instagram, uh, Suzuki Goon. I know he picked it up at a toy show. He posted some pictures of it out of the box with the hoodie on. It has some really, really cool detail on the um, his uh, robe, the hooded robe. Uh, it looks really good, guys. Like, it doesn't... This is debut Daniel Bryan, so... No facial hair, real skinny, still grown into his body. He has the all red uh, uh, jacket on, pretty much the robe with the hoodie on it, uh, the burgundy kick pads. It's it's a really plain figure, but it pays homage to, you know, his American Dragon days, which I was such a big mark for uh, while he was over in Ring of Honor and doing his uh, his thing on the indie circuit over in Japan. But um, the cool thing on these um, WWE Central figures, if you guys haven't noticed, if you go on the back of these figures, there's a fan poll. So the way these um, fan Central figures work is that they're voted by us, the fans. Uh, and you get to pick what figures you want to see be released in the fan Central every year. And the Akira Tozawa runner-up figures, I mean, sorry, the Akira Tozawa, the figures that were runner-up to it was um, Lince Dorado and Grandma Talik. Man, that would have been a cool double set to come out with i think it would have been a nice thing to to build a lucha house party set with that uh i'm hoping they kind of they do come out with a lince dorado figure and a grandma talik i think it'll be cool to bring the whole uh lucha house party together but i'm not mad that they voted akira tozawa to have a figure with the uh titus worldwide t-shirt i think that was a really cool uh, twist to that figure and it's a nice figure if you guys haven't checked it out go check out um, Nerd Empire figures on my page and you guys can see the figure for yourselves um, there's going to be a review coming on this figure soon uh, maybe in the next couple weeks uh, there's so many figures that I still have to review um, that I haven't gotten to so uh, stay tuned for that one I'll definitely give you guys a heads up on when that's going to go up um, the Daniel Bryan figure is also up there, guys. The the red robe is pretty cool. You really can't see it with the packaging. You could just see him with it on. But um, I'm going to do a review of this figure most likely in the next couple days. Not like the Tozawa in the next couple weeks. I'm definitely going to jump on this one first. And I'm going to give you guys a, a brief breakdown of what the figure looks like with the hooded on. Uh, with the um, writings on the side of the American Dragon logo on the side of his uh, shoulder. I think his right shoulder. Uh, he has the wrist tape, no beard, burgundy kick pads, burgundy knee pads, uh, burgundy tights. Like This this definitely pays back to when his, he made his debut with Nexus on, uh, on WWE. I really, really love this figure. I want to get me another one. I want to open one and I want to keep the other one closed. So uh, I'm probably going to definitely jump on both of these and, and double up on them. But uh, stay tuned for those reviews. Um, 
And also, just to give you a guys the runner-up figure behind Daniel Bryan would have been another Randy Orton figure and the Miz. So those are the two figures that uh, Daniel Bryan that the fans chose to beat out. So and I think they made a right choice, man, because I really, really love that figure, and it was something that I always used to say to my buddy P. I was like, yo. I'm hoping they make a uh, Daniel Bryan uh, debut figure with the American Dragon um, robe. I think that'll be a cool little thing to do. And look, it's it's here. It exists, and um, I'm glad that it's part of my collection. So, yeah, those are my two pickups this week. Um, I I was also very uh, fortunate today to pick up the new chalk line uh, Undertaker and Kane jacket which is uh, on their website right now. It was designed by Migs Media. Uh, they're a company that um, works with pro wrestling tees. What they, what they do is they, um, they design T-shirts with a lot of uh, 80s and 90s um, wrestlers. They have a few, uh, few cool Brett the Hitman Hard T-shirts that you can purchase on uh, pro wrestling tees. I think they also have a Mr. Perfect one. But they teamed up with Chalkline to create a jacket. And they did one for, uh, if I'm correct, I think they did a WrestleMania 12 homage one with um, Bret the Hitman Hart and Shawn Michaels uh, Iron Man match that was supposed to release today, but they pushed it back for some reason. Uh, they didn't really give any information on why the jacket was pushed back, but I'm pretty sure it's, it had to be something with um, they probably weren't ready or they didn't have the amount of jackets that they were expecting to have. Or it could just be, you know, production. It could, you know, that can hold things up. Uh, they want to make sure that they release, you know, the the best. Uh, well, they want to make sure the customers have the best experience possible, and I definitely respect that. Uh, that they just didn't half-ass it and release it and just say, hey, here you go, whatever it looks like, it looks like. So, you know, chalkline. If you guys never had a chalkline jacket, definitely get one, man. Um, you won't be disappointed. It's it's quality, has great detail. Um, let me tell you, I'm hooked. I think I'm going to buy like a few more jackets or uh, I don't I don't know if it's going to stop, to be honest. They they got some great stuff, but it was really cool to pick up that jacket today. Um, it reminds me of their Inferno matches. Uh, so if you guys definitely get to look at the jacket, tell me what, what it reminds you guys of. I know, you know, we've seen them as a tag team with Brothers of Destruction. We also seen them have their, you know, their two Inferno matches. I remember their Inferno match in 1996 at Unforgiven when uh, Kane's arm pretty much got caught on fire. But that was that was an incredible match. I remember as a kid, I was like, how is this going to work? How are they going to be able to put these giant flames on the side of the ring without having the ropes melt, without having the ring catch on fire? It was It was definitely a unique, one-of-a-kind match, and they got it right. Uh, they ended up doing that Unforgiven, if I'm correct. They also did it on Monday Night Raw uh, about a couple years later. And then we also had Kane do uh, a few other, I think two more Inferno matches. One with MVP, and I don't remember who was the other one with. But they, they did it four times in WWE. But I wouldn't mind them bringing that match back. Uh, it would be cool to see if uh, maybe they can add other superstars to have that match. Maybe Aristotle Black. Uh, maybe Finn Balor at the Demon, bringing back the Inferno match. I think that'll be a little cool little twist. And you know, they've done it before, so I don't see why it wouldn't be successful. But you know, just like I said, I was I was fortunate enough to pick up the jacket. It was uh, it was something that I really had my eye on for quite some time ever since it got uh, announced. So I can't wait for that bad boy to come in. 
because I really have some tough choices on what I'm going to wear uh, WrestleMania weekend. Like, I don't know if I want to wear the uh, the Finn Balor jacket if I want to do that Thursday or Friday. I don't know if I want to wear the Kane and Taker jacket if it gets here before that weekend. So I, I got some choices, man. But, you know, these are good choices. These are good uh, problems to have. It's it's better having, you know, something to wear or more things to wear than have nothing to wear. And, you know, like WrestleMania, everybody puts out their, you know, their A-plus stuff. You know, they bring out their... their their vintage t-shirts, their, you know, their I Was There WrestleMania t-shirts from some of the past manias they've been to, uh, they, you know, their homage t-shirts to some of their favorite superstars, so you, you definitely see all kinds of cool things, uh, WrestleMania weekend, uh, one of the cool things that I'm looking forward to is the pop-up shops where they sell some of the old vintage WWE t-shirts from back in the day, so I'm gonna probably maybe jump in and take a look at that to see what kind of stuff they will have on sale there or you know what they still have available because a lot of the stuff you can't even find anymore it either doesn't exist or you know it's in such in terrible condition that it's beyond the point of you having to put it on because it's either gonna rip does not fit the neck is stretched out or it's something that you just want to add to your collection just to have so it's it's going to be an exciting weekend, just like I was saying earlier, guys. You know, it's uh, the funny thing is um, today I was I went by my brother's house after work and uh, we were making a decision on where we wanted to sit for the G1, uh, the G1 um, <clears throat> pay-per-view that it's going to be uh, between ROH and New Japan Pro Wrestling at Madison Square Garden, which is probably one of the biggest shows uh, ever by Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling. If I'm correct, this is their first time ever at Madison Square Garden. So I was I was all in on that. You know, no point intended. I, as soon as they announced that they were going to do uh, Madison Square Garden, I was like, there's no way I'm going to miss this. I have to be there for this. Um, to watch Okada at Madison Square Garden as the Rainmaker, I can't think of a bigger, you know, moment in pro wrestling or a, uh, a, you know, such an iconic venue, you know, uh, arena as uh, Madison Square Garden to see Okada, who's one of my favorite wrestlers and my and my brother's favorite wrestler of all time, you know, to be there to have him uh, go up against Jay White for the NJPW World Heavyweight Title, like that's amazing, you know. NJPW is a company that rarely back in the day never left Japan, you know. They would do these things with um, WCW, like these pay-per-views where it would be pretty much the best of WCW against the best of NJPW. Uh, and that was years ago when I was a kid. It was, uh, be the, I think it was called the Showdown in Little Tokyo. So uh, for a lot of you old heads out there that, that remember that, that was like the only time we got to see some of the stop, uh, top uh, Japanese stars go against some of the top American stars from WCW. But look how far everything has come. Look how far indie wrestling has come. Look how far NJPW has come. Look how far Ring of Honor has come. That now they're going to be at Madison Square Garden on a Saturday, the night before WrestleMania, with a stacked card, which I'm going to talk about uh, in the next couple minutes on the uh, on the actual show, uh, just to give you guys my thoughts and opinions on, on the actual card and who I think is going to win in a lot of these matches. So I will also be giving you my predictions. But uh, just to grab a little drink of water here, excuse me. 
But um, yeah, like I said earlier, I was at my brother's house. We were buying our tickets, picking our seats, and he uh, kind of asked me, he's like, hey, uh, Hose, man, what do you, um, how's, how's Mania weekend? Like, is it crazy? And I was like, look, man, like, it's unbelievable. Like, it's unreal how crazy it gets. And I was like, and I'm not saying crazy in a bad way. I'm saying crazy in in, in memorable, amazing way. And I know that doesn't make sense, but it's it's exciting. That's what I told him. I was like, it's it's like you're a kid again. You know, you're you're walking around New York City. Uh, there's WrestleMania posters all over the all over the place. And I remember going down to New Orleans last year for WrestleMania. Like literally, as soon as I got off the airplane, WrestleMania posters. There was uh, posters on the escalator. There was posters on the streetlights. There was in the gas station. There was your hotel room key if you were staying in the in the uh, in the French quarters, it was a WrestleMania logo uh, key. There was uh, stores all over the place. So little stands here, stands there. There was a store in the hotel. Like literally everywhere you go is WWE. Or every other place you go is wrestling. Uh, you're going to bump uh, You're gonna bump into some of your favorite wrestlers that you uh, probably grew up watching or are watching currently at the moment. You're going to talk to a lot of different fans from around the world. There's going to be people here from everywhere that you could think of uh outside of the united states or uh, from here within the united states and it's a great time man you know we're all one big unit you know we're all as one we're all wrestling fans we all are here for the same for the same thing to enjoy wrestlemania weekend so it's really cool to meet new people and talk to them and kind of you know see how they feel see how they're taking it in that's why i told them i was like hey man enjoy it embrace it uh we're gonna do WrestleCon. i told them hey it's like you we all you've been to comic con i was like you know you walk into artist alley and you see all your favorite artists they're all accessible to you uh you can walk up to the table shake their hand uh thank them on their work it's the same thing when you go to WrestleCon. you know yeah if you want to take pictures and you want to um get something signed or personalized of course you got to pay for it you know they're they're also there to make money they're independent contractors you know they they're you know you have to pay for your time and I, i'm and i'm all for it and i told my brother you know it's it's the same thing you're going to meet somebody that you probably loved like me i'm uh i got my tickets to meet tanahashi which i'm a huge tanahashi fan and i don't know how many more years he got left in him i know jushin thunder liger is already hanging it up so i was like you know what let me take the chance now let me take a, a nice professional photograph with one of my favorite njpw wrestlers in tanahashi uh and let me also meet the legend uh ultimo dragon which i'm so happy that i was able to get a ticket to meet him um so it's you know these are things that i was kind of telling him like you know take advantage of it because you don't know when they're going to come back to the states or if ever you know i know great muda is coming to the states wrestlemania weekend and we don't know if we're gonna when you're gonna see great muda again in the states you know, these people rarely come here. And when they do, you have to take advantage of it and go meet them. Um, but just like I was saying earlier, there's a lot of indie events going on. I know uh, I would be uh, I will be at MLW on Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Like I said in the last show, uh, I'm there to watch that sick main event between La Parca and Pentagon. I think they're going to tear the house down. I mean, these are two of the most decorated Mexican uh superstars uh in the history so they're gonna put on a show that weekend 
and I definitely have to be a part of that. I'm a big supporter of MLW. Uh, one of my favorite wrestlers is going to be also wrestling that night besides Pentagon. It's going to be Teddy Hart. Uh, he's a, a tag team champion. He's also a television champion for MLW. So it's a lot of great talent that's going to be around here uh, in shows, and they're all going to be accessible to you, and they're not expensive. You could probably get into a show for 30 bucks. I got my I, my MLW ticket was 50 bucks, and I'm sitting in the first row. Like, that's unreal. And I'm also going to probably get to do some meet and greets and talk to these guys and get stuff signed and just, uh, you know, let them know how much I appreciate their work. So it's going to be a, a definitely a great weekend. And like I told him, like I'm going to tell you guys here, man, enjoy it, embrace it, take it all in because you you don't know. If next year your you know your situation might be different, you might not be able to attend Tampa for WrestleMania, um, and this might be the the one time that you might be able to do it because you know we all get hit with this thing called life, and sometimes our responsibilities take over our lives, and we have to take care of that first. And you might not be able to attend a, uh, a WrestleMania as frequently every year as you will want. So enjoy it. You know, they're they're here in your hometown. They're here in my hometown. So I'm going to do the, the best that I can to take as much of it in, absorb it. You know, I'm also probably going to take some time to to take it all in. You know, I think that was the one thing that I did really well in New Orleans was I kind of sat there on, on the Saturday before uh, the night before WrestleMania. This is before I, I went to the uh, Smoothie, King, uh, Smoothie King Center to watch uh, NXT TakeOver, and I just took it all in, sat there, just watched, looked at everyone, uh, and just took it in, it was a great moment, great experience, it was something that I'm going to be talking about for the rest of my life, and something I'm not going to forget for the rest of my life, this is something I'll tell my grandkids about, I'll let them know all the great wrestlers that I've met, all my favorite wrestlers that I had the opportunity of meeting. You know, these are people that I grew up watching on television when I was a kid that I thought that I would never have the opportunity to meet. And I'm very fortunate now as an adult to, you know, have a great job and, and have, you know, be very fortunate enough to do these things. And sometimes you just have to sit there and, and take it in and, and appreciate it for what it is. Because if you don't live in a moment, when are you going to take the time to, to actually live in it? You know, so that was my advice that I gave him. That's the, you know the advice I give you guys, everybody has their way of taking things and enjoying things, so, you know, live it up, it's going to be a big weekend, and it's going to be a great weekend, so, it's a, make it a memorable one, and take photos, take pictures, record it, you know, because it's going to be something that you're going to be talking about forever, but, um, yeah, just to keep moving along, guys, I don't want to, um, you know, beat a dead horse, but, uh, I'm going to talk about a little bit about the uh, G1 card that's going to be that weekend for uh, New Japan and Ring of Honor. And like I was saying earlier, man, they have a stacked, 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 stacked card. Uh, I'm going to start a little bit from the bottom uh, with the card, with the matches that are announced. Uh, so we got the never open championship match between uh, Jeff Cobb and Will Ospreay. Wow. What a match. Let me tell you, this is... This is also a sleeper, man. For all you guys that never watched Jeff Cobb, like he's he reminds me a lot of Samoa Joe, uh, a, a little bit more. I'm not gonna say more athletic, but uh, like you know, polished. Like he has a, a great amateur wrestling background, so he's 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 exciting to watch. And you know, 
Will Ospreay. I mean, for all you wrestling fans out there, you see what he's done in uh, in NJPW and everywhere else around the world in England. Uh, some of his uh, matches with Ricochet back in the day were unbelievable. So if you ever get a chance, go on YouTube, uh, go on any streaming service and check out Will Ospreay against Ricochet. It's probably some of the craziest shit you will ever see done in a ring ever. But um, this is going to be a great match. I, I think uh, Will Ospreay will defend the Never Open Championship and he will leave New York City as the champ. So I, I got Will Ospreay winning that. Um, second match is going to be a, a really good one. It's going to be Dalton Castle against Rush. And for a lot of people out there who don't know Rush, Rush is one of the members of Los Ingrenibles de uh, Mexico. So he was part of the original Los Ingrenibles. Not not the ones that we have now in NJPW, but the original team with CN, uh, with Naito, and uh, Rush was also part of that. And the funny thing is that that faction got created because they were all not getting over. They were all like, you know... They were great wrestlers, don't get me wrong, but they were just not making an impact with the crowd. And they said, you know what, man? Let's just create a faction. Like, we're all a bunch of guys that can, you know, fucking do our thing in the ring. We might not be great on the microphone, but the one thing that we definitely could do a lot better than everybody else, and that's wrestle. So let's just, let's create this faction. Let's get over and and let's let's make a thing out of it. And then look, look what it's turned into. Naito has it in Japan now. Uh, but it originated there, and it, this is one of the founding fathers, which is Rush, and he's going to have a uh, a match against the, the, the awesome Dalton Castle uh, with his boys, my boys. Um, I got Dalton Castle getting a win here. Um, Rush, I think this is going to be, and I'm not going to say he's like not going to be a mainstay on Ring of Honor, but um, I don't see him being around the indie circuit too much longer. I think he'll either get scooped up by NXT in the next year or so, or AEW, but I think he's a talent that's not going to last, excuse me, on the open market too much longer, so I don't see him really, you know, being put over on Ring of Honor to start a storyline against Dalton Castle, so I see Dalton Castle winning that match. Um, We have the Bubba Ray Open Challenge for New York Street Fight. Now, that's that's a weird one, because... Anybody from the back can accept that challenge. Uh, we don't know who it's going to be. If, if I had to pick a name from Ring of Honor to accept his challenge or New Japan, oof, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go Flip Gordon. I think him and Flip got unfinished business. So I think Flip and, uh, and Bully Ray are going to do it all over again in New York City. And I think they're going to put on a show. I mean, they always put on a show. But I think they got a lot of unfinished business and... Flip, I know, had a small injury, but he was cleared to uh, as good to go for the uh, G1 Supercard. So I, I see Flip coming out and um, accepting the challenge for the street fight and uh, and winning that match. So I, I got Flip Gordon uh, as the uh, the mysterious opponent for uh, Bully Ray. Moving along, the fifth match. This is going to be a doozy, man. This is going to be a really, really good match. We got Bandido. Let me tell you, for you people who've never watched Bandito, you don't know what you are missing. This guy can do it all. He is just, uh, I don't know, man. He's just, I don't i don't know how he does it. He's just phenomenal. Uh, his in-work is just getting better and better. This is another guy, uh, just like I said earlier, a rush. I don't know how much longer he's going to be out in the uh, in the open market. 
because he is just this disgusting. He's out of this world. He he reminds me a lot of what Ricochet was doing when he was over on Lucha Underground. All the noise he was making with uh with a lot of the great matches he was putting on. So that that's that's what I consider Bandito as uh, you know kind of in that Ricochet mold. And if you guys haven't have a chance to watch him, definitely go on YouTube or any of the uh, indie uh, wrestling streaming services and check him out. I think you can also check him out on PWG. Uh, he was part of Bola where he had an amazing match. With um, if I'm correct, I, I think he, I think he had one with Penta, but I think the biggest one he had was with Phoenix. Uh, yeah, check that match out. I think it was it was him and Phoenix. I was able to watch him last year at All In, part of the uh, six man tag where he, him, Eddie, I mean him, Eddie. Oh my God, God rest his soul. Him and Ray, uh, t- uh tore the house down along with uh Ray Phoenix. Like, he's exciting to watch. Uh, we also gonna in that match is gonna be the Bone Soldier, Taiji Ishimori. So he's also going to be a part of that match. Uh, and Dragon Lee. I know the last time I heard of uh, Dragon Lee was um, was over in the Cow Palace. That's when he had the the match uh, with, uh, with I forgot what you would call it. He had the match with, uh, I know that was the, the time where he uh, paralyzed, what you would call it. Oh, my God. Uh, well, anyway, Dragon Lee, he, was, uh, he got a lot of heat. For his last NJPW match, because um, he did a for all you guys that haven't watched it yet, the the videos online, and what ended up happening was he did a German suplex on. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out when that match was on what day. Uh, it was part of the NJPW. Uh, California show if I'm correct and but anyway just to make a just to jump right into it, I can't really can't find it but he did uh he did a German suplex uh on one of the members of let's go I forgot his name uh and he landed on his neck and ended up paralyzed and a lot of people gave him a lot of heat about that. Like, he was, uh, for a while, I know he kind of went, not, not into hiding, but a lot of uh, promotions didn't want to sign him. They didn't want to bring him back because they, they were afraid that uh, that he wasn't a safe person to work with. And I know that damaged his reputation a little bit. And for a lot of people out there who follow Dragon Lee, I know he's been on the P, uh, PWG and a few other the indie circuits. Uh, the guy can go, man. I, I don't, I don't. I don't understand like mistakes happen in the ring you know like anybody can get hurt at any time it doesn't it, it doesn't mean that you're safe to work with i mean look how many people have been hurt uh wrestling with um with um what you call it with seth rollins like it happens that's just part of the game like it's not it's not saying that it's gonna it's uh it makes him a bad person or it makes him you know a dirty wrestler but things happen man you know these guys are putting their bodies on the line every single night and you're going to get mistakes and sometimes you're going to try to go for moves to, you know, wild the crowd and that might not work out and, you know, it happens. It sucks, you know, and I'm sorry, guys, I couldn't get the name. It was uh, it was Hiromu Takahashi, if I'm right. Yeah, it was Tick, Tick, Boom. He uh, They did the German suplex, the belly to belly uh, suplex, not the German suplex, and that's when uh, he landed on his neck and... He, Unfortunately, he he finished the match, but he collapsed backstage, and they took him 
to the uh, local hospital in California, and that's when they um, pretty much said that he had a broken neck and that he was going to be out for quite some time. But, um, yeah, I felt bad for Dragon Lee for a while because I felt like he got the shitty end of the stick. I mean, it was a great match. If you guys were were uh, wanted to see it again, you can catch it on the NJPW Network. Um, it it wasn't his fault. I feel like, the you know, it could have been executed a little bit better. I feel like Hiromu could have actually flipped a little bit higher or actually jumped with him during the belly-to-belly to actually throw him a lot further and actually give him uh, a little bit more hang time where he can actually do the flip over and land on his back, but... It just didn't work out that way. And it was a really, really ugly injury. Um, I know when it happened, I was like, shit. I was like, that does not look good at all. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's definitely got a neck injury or something even more worse. And it came out that uh, Hiromo had to vacate the the title and had to get neck surgery. And we don't know we're gonna, when we're going to see him back, if he's going to come back. So uh, I know he also went into hiding for quite some time. He wants to... The moment that he comes back is the moment that he's going to be able to perform and wrestle. So we won't see him at all till he's ready to go. So, but I think the winner of this match, I think Bandito. I think Bandito, you know, takes the upset. I think he he leads with the um, the IWGP Junior Division Championship. I think he uh, he upsets everybody. And he wins it all. So uh, I got Bandito on that card. Uh, but moving right along, the sixth math, uh, sixth match of the IWGP Tag Team to our Tournament. Uh, we got the Briscoes, we got Lij Sonata and Evil, we got PCO, and we got my main, uh, we got my main man Brody King, and we got the two members of Bullet Club God. Uh, that's gonna be interesting. I think, uh, man, this is gonna be tough. My heart says G-O-D, but I don't know. I don't know. This is a, this is a tough match because I will also like to see Sonata and Evil win the titles. Uh, the Briscoes just dropped it to uh, to Villain Enterprise, to PCO and Brody King. So this is a winner-take-all. So pretty much whoever wins this match takes the IWGP tag titles and the ROH tag titles. Um Man, this is a tough one for me to pick, but I'm going to go G.O.D. I think G.O.D. leaves with the titles, and they leave with the ROH and the IWGP Heavyweight Championship Tag Team titles. So it's going to be, it's going to be a great match. I think it's going to be, the you know, the most underrated match on the card. I don't think anybody's given this match any credit, but I think Brody King and PCO are going to put on the show. Uh, we all know where we can get out of Sonata and Evil. Uh, the Briscoes are stra- straight flat out nasty in the ring. Like they can, they can do it all. They can wrestle anybody, and uh, you know, God, we all know what they bring to the table. So uh, I just want to see uh, Tom uh, Tomatanga stun gun. I hope he he catches Brody King in midair or he catches one of these guys with it. But um, I wonder what uh, Tama we're gonna see. Are we gonna see Petty or are we gonna see uh, good guy Tomatanga? So. I'm I'm interested to see what happens. And it's going to be interesting seeing these guys at the garden for the first time. I know they're going to definitely put on a show for us and put on a, you know, put on a show for for the entire NJPW universe and ROH universe because this is this is something that they've been waiting for for a long time and it's you know the world's most famous arena. I mean, Madison Square Garden, they don't get no bigger than that. Um the seventh match, which is for the British Heavyweight Championship. We got uh, Zack Sabre against 
Hiroshi Tanahashi. It's going to be a good one, man. My old man Tanahashi still got something left in the tank. And, you know, the king of technical wrestling, like I like to call him, Zack Sabre, man. This guy can submit you from any way possible. I've never seen him, you know, he's like Gumby, how flexible he is and how he can put you in these submission holds and it literally out of nowhere. Um, as much as I love Hiroshi Tanahashi, I got to get the victory to Zack Sabre. I don't think he's going to lose that British heavyweight championship. I think he's going to take it back to England. Uh, don't get me wrong. I would love to see my boy uh, Tanahashi win it. This will be my first time watching him live. So it, it would be cool for him to win the title and, and take it back to NJPW. But I think, you know, right now his, his matches are very limited. I think the traveling time for him to win a belt. Uh, the magnitude of the British Heavyweight Championship, he will have to be in England defending it a lot on the road. And I don't think he he's going to put his body through all that punishment. So I, I see Zach, uh, you know, retaining here and leaving with the British Heavyweight Championship. The eighth match. And this is the match that my brother said is going to steal the show. And I did not argue with him one bit because I think this could be the match of the night, if not the match of the entire weekend out of all the other uh, cards that we're going to get with WWE and uh, all the other indie cards that we're getting out there. Uh, this is going to be Naito against Kota Ibushi for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice, guys. Um, <clears throat> holy shit. I don't know if you guys watched the uh, New Japan Cup, but they've put on a incredible, incredible uh, wrestling display. And I, in my mind, I don't know, man. I'm just, I, I, I think Madison Square Garden, you know, sold out crowd. They're going to put on a fucking show, man. Like, they're going to they're gonna do everything. And then we all know how Naito feels about the uh, IWGP uh, <laughs> Intercontinental title. He hates it. He treats it like shit. He doesn't really care much for it. But I think it's Coda's time. I, th- I think it's time for, for Coda to get a big-time belt around his waist and I think this is this is the perfect time and the perfect moment to pull the trigger on that and you can have Naito go on to bigger and better things which we all know he wants the IWGP heavyweight title so uh, I give this match to uh, Kota Ibushi I think he's gonna he's gonna come out victorious uh, this is for the ROH heavyweight championship and this is gonna be a three-way ladder match holy shit and it's just when you think the card can't can't get any better. It just continues getting better and better and better. Uh, so uh, we're going to have Marty, Matt Taven, and my boy, Jay Lethal. Uh, and it's going to be a 60-minute match. And the title is going to be hung above the ring. And whoever gets to the title first on the ladder becomes a new ROH heavyweight champion. This is tough. This is tough because I feel like they've been giving Matt Taven a big push. Um, Jay Lethal has had the title for about, what, two years now? Uh, we all know that they're big on Marty, and I think PCO and Brody King having the tag titles. Why not have Marty also have ROH Gold? And they, they have all the big titles on Ring of Honor. So I'm going to go with Marty here. I'll take Marty uh, dethrones. Jay Lethal and and Matt Taven and leaves uh, Master Square Garden with the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. And that kind of solidifies the villain enterprise faction moving forward where 
if Brody King and PCR are able to retain, you have all three guys on Villain Enterprise with a major belt. I think that'll be a a really big storyline that they can use either in AEW if these guys end up, you know, going there after their contract is up or, you know, with other, you know, maybe another faction that they can build over in Ring of Honor with some of the new talent that they have coming up. So it's 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 all up in the air. But um this is the second of the uh two main events. Uh the cold main event being the ladder match with Matt Taven, Marty Scrooge and Jay Lethal. Uh to me, this is the match that I'm really excited for. My boy Okada against Jay White for the NJPW Heavyweight Championship. Whew, this is tough. This is tough. And the reason I say this is tough to to really make a choice on because Jay White hasn't done anything wrong. I think he's put the company on his back. He's uh, made all the doubters. He proved all the doubters wrong, all the haters wrong. He's done more with the title than a lot of other people have done. He's done more than what Kenny uh, did with it when he was the uh, IWGP heavyweight champion. Uh, he's super young, super loyal to the company. Um, and he's been killing it right now as a heel with Bullet Club. I, I, I can't see, in a perfect world, I can't see Jay White losing the title. But Okada, Madison Square Garden, the Rainmaker, I mean, man, this is, this is tough. But I'm going to go Kachuska Okada. Leaving uh, Madison Square Garden with the IWGP Heavyweight Champion uh, Championship, I I just can't see Okada losing at the Garden again to Switchblade Jay White, especially after losing him clean at Wrestle Kingdom uh, in January. I, I just can't see it happening again, and especially on the biggest stage, Madison Square Garden. I just I just can't see it. I just can't see Okada in his Madison Square Garden debut. Also, Jay White's Madison Square Garden debut, but like I said, I can't see. Okada leaving Madison Square Garden, not the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. So I, I got Okada. I think he's gonna he's gonna leave with it with the title. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good match. I think is this is gonna be this match is gonna really really have people on their edge of your seats. Uh, you don't know what finish they're gonna go with here. Uh, it could be anything. It could be a surprise. It could be a you know just a straight up great wrestling match. It could be a great sixty minute. Just you know the old like my like my good buddy good old Jr. said good old slobberknocker, but uh, we're gonna be in for a treat. I think we're gonna be in for a really good match, and I think both guys are are gonna put on an excellent show. So it's wow, wow, what a, what a stack card, man! Like going going through this card earlier today in the uh, in the afternoon when I purchased the tickets, I was like, man, this is gonna be a match that. You're not gonna want to get up and I mean a car that you're not gonna want to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> you're not gonna want to leave your seat. You're gonna want to stay there and watch this card as entirety because every single match can headline any other of their pay-per-views. Um, it's gonna be an exciting time, and this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. Like we got so much good shit going on. Like I, I just can't wait, can't wait to to sit in Master Square Garden. I haven't been there in a few years. And to hear Okada's music hit and watch the, you know, all the money come down from the Raptors of Master Square Garden and just fall on the floor and, you know, that crowd just go crazy and see, you know, Okada's reaction the first time in Master Square Garden. And 
going up against Jay White for the IWGP Heavyweight Champion uh, Championship. It's going to be a great night. It's going to be a great night for wrestling. Um, stay tuned to uh, Nerd Empire Wrestling. I'm going to try to do a live feed from uh, Madison Square Garden that night so you guys can see the atmosphere, feel what it's like, uh, you know, see what the energy in the building is looking like that night. Uh, just so you guys can experience it. I know it's tough to see it when you're on television because a lot of stuff gets blocked off. You won't be able to hear the crowd as much, but I will do my best to give you a lot of inside look at, at maybe Okada's entrance uh, when he comes down the aisle that night or in just the overall environment at Madison Square Garden for the G1 um, pay-per-view. So stay tuned to Nerd Empire uh, Wrestling's page and Nerd Empire Figures. I'm definitely going to be posting a lot of stuff that weekend. Um, I'm going to save the uh, NXT card for the next episode. I'm going to do that together with uh, WrestleMania just to make it a full WWE episode. I wanted to make this kind of strictly for NJPW and Ring of Honor. I wanted to show them some love also because that's an, that's a card that I'm really looking forward to, you know, along with the other, uh, you know, indie shows that I'll be attending that weekend. This is... This is something that has the potential of being something really great. And this is something that people are going to talk about for the next 10, 15 years. You know, we're going to sit there and say, hey, do you remember the night that uh, Ring of Honor and NJPW tore down the garden? Like that's these are great conversations to have as wrestling fans and really go back and look at this event five or 10 years from now and say, wow, we were a part of something really, really special. And, and WrestleMania is also going to be really special now that we got the news that uh, the women are going to be headlining. That's history. Like, that's history. You know, we're going to have a lot of history that weekend. You know, first time female headlines. WrestleMania. That's going to be a big deal, man. man. Shout out to Ronda. Shout out to Becky. And shout out to Charlotte. They worked hard. And I think if anybody deserves it, they do. They, when you know, when I think female wrestling, I think of Charlotte. I think of Becky. Uh, Ronda has come in and she hasn't skipped a beat. Like, she's just been phenomenal. She's caught on so quick. It's crazy. Like, if you watch Ronda and didn't know anything about her, you would think that she's been wrestling her whole life. Um, much respect to her. Much respect. But, um, yeah, guys, you know, I just want to say, you know, thank you for all the love. You guys always continue to show me on uh, uh, Nerd Empire Wrestling and also on Nerd Empire Figures. I'm dying to do this giveaway for you guys of the uh, Shawn Michaels retro figure. So I'm going to try to come up with something a little uh, different and, 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 you know, catchy to to see if we can get, you know, a winner uh, to take the figure home. I would love to give it to somebody who, who you know, who's a wrestling figure collector like I am. But, uh, you know, I want to have some fun with it and see, you know, see what we see what I can come up with. Uh, to kind of get something cool around there where, you know, maybe do, uh, you know, leave it somewhere, WrestleMania weekend, uh, place it in at WrestleCon somewhere, and whoever gets to it first, they get to keep the figure. So stay tuned to that. I might, I might do like a scavenger hunt for you guys, WrestleMania weekend at WrestleCon. So stay tuned to Nerd Empire Wrestling. I might give away some figures that weekend. So I'll let you guys know what I'm going to come up with. I just got to, you know, brainstorm it and see what's going to be the most fun and, you know, non-crazy way that I can come up with some giveaways and maybe meet some of you guys WrestleMania weekend and, you know, just chat it up and talk about wrestling. Like, that's something that I love to do and I hope to to have the opportunity to do that with a few of you guys out there. But um, as usual, guys, thank you 
for downloading the episode. Uh, we're now on, uh, and uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to me and uh, ask me anything you guys want, what you guys might want to hear on the show, or what topics you guys would like for me to cover here on Nerd Empire Wrestling, um, I'm also going to try to get some special guests on the show. I have a really special one coming up for you guys, WrestleMania weekend. So stay tuned to that. We might have a a brother of mine who I who I love and miss dearly. He might be coming back. So, you know, I, I'll keep you guys posted to see how that's gonna happen. We might do a uh, a DIY reunion, myself and Mean Gene Wade Ilson. So stay tuned to to that. I'll let you guys know uh, when that's gonna happen. So, um, but yeah, thank you and. Um, Right now, uh, like I was saying earlier, uh, we're going to be on uh, iTunes uh, podcast apps. You guys can download the episodes there. We're also on Stitcher. Um, I'm trying to get uh, the show on some other avenues. I'm probably going to try to do a live video show uh, one of these days. Uh, Instead of recording everything on Anchor, I might go on YouTube and do a live episode. Or I might do something on Instagram where I can get you guys to come in and ask questions and kind of... um, hear what you guys think Uh, the last thing I also wanted to mention too is uh, I might do a figure episode where the whole episode just rounded up on some of the cool figures that we have that have been released this this upcoming year and pick the best one of uh, of uh, 2019 so stay tuned for that that might be something that I might bring out at the end of the year but um, yeah guys thank you for your support your love I really appreciate it Follow us at Nerd Empire Wrestling and Nerd Empire Figures. And I will see you guys next week with that real wrestling talk. Have a great day, guys.